Radio.com. It's time to get real with Eddie, here to help you understand the changing real estate market and meet your real estate goals. Licensed since 2001, 2018 Realtor of the Year of Three Rivers, past president of the Three Rivers Association of Realtors, and team lead of the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner. Here's Eddie Rudiger. Ah, uh, it doesn't feel like December. Does it feel like December to you? It's weird. It's because Thanksgiving was actually early. I have to adjust my mic, so there's going to be some creaking. Oh, I thought it was It was on time. We're the ones that are goofed up, I think. It's it really? just a time. It feels like Christmas to me uh, for several weeks, only because this year I set up my Christmas tree uh, a lot earlier than I normally set it up. Oh, you were one of them. Uh, yes, I That's was funny. one of them. That is awesome. I just knew I had a busy schedule coming up, and it went up just a few days before Thanksgiving. So, yeah. Wow. I've never done that before. This is my first year. And so, I got mine up on time, which is always the weekend after Christmas, or weekend after Thanksgiving. And I actually got mine up on time, so. So, here in the studio, of course, is Nancy Valley from the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner. And Joe Madrano from Lone Depot. Joan, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Doing wonderful. I got to squeeze this in. NMLS 1055063. Got to keep it legit. There, keep it legit. That's awesome. Make sure your uh, laptop's muted too. So I think it is because I'm not hearing any feedback. I just feedback. muted it. Yep. I just muted mine too. So that's why I said it. Um, All right, let me get this going. So, yeah, so you got your Christmas tree up that early? I did. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> A little pre planning. Uh, you know, I, I've, I looked at my schedule and I said, you know what, this week I'm. I've got some time. Might as well just knock it out and be done. There you go. Do you do outside lights and everything too? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we get those done professionally. Oh, nice. We, we get them hung. Nice. I, you know, I used to paint college, so I'm not scared of the ladder, but I'm scared now. <laughs> <laughs> A lot more things can hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have nothing. Everything, all the outside decor is ground. There's nothing. First off, we do the uh, what we call the blow molds, the plastic ones. All right. The old oh, school. The- yeah, the old yeah. school plastic, yeah. hard plastic. Yeah. All right, we don't do those blow-ups. Me or the wife do not like the blow-ups because when it's not blown up, I think your front yard looks horrible. Well, <laughs> and the wind around here? I mean, come on, the wind? I've seen our neighbor's ones just really take a hit. Really? Yeah. I have not. I've never seen that, but I always do like the one, too. Like, during, like they'll have them off during the day. Yeah. And except there's always one. It's always, you know, the Yoda one with the lightsaber, like he struck them all down. That one's like on 24-7. That's funny. Yeah. So that one, I, I always appreciate when I see that. So, um, yeah. So uh, it's, so all of our stuff is like that. And then I have two of these like globes that create white and blue, like almost like snowfall coming down. And that's the lights for the front of the house. Oh. So I don't have anything going on the garage, on the gutters or up on the house itself. It's all front displays and then front lit. Yeah. Ours is just simple. It's white on the gutters, on the roof line, just in front of the house. And mm-hmm. that's all we do. That's it. That is oh, okay. simple. Have it's you, simple and it looks good. Have I'll you use. seen those ones that my son actually installed them, the permanent lights? And they go up under the gutters and you leave them there under the soffit under, yeah. yeah and you leave them I've there see, i've seen that for the first time this year i've uh, seen it 
Yeah. My and son put them in. He really likes them. I think th- those are awesome. The question comes up to my aspect is, how does that fall under city ordinance? What do you mean? Most yeah, city good, ordinances good have You can't a, see them. You have a, there's a, okay, that, that's how they get around it. You right. can't see you them. You can't see them. Because there is a decor. You can only, you're only allowed to have your house decorated for like 30 days oh, or something. Believe by, me, my son's subdivision is, you know. They're crazy about that stuff? Well, it's a little higher end. Okay. Subdivision, so. But I love they it. They get a little. I love it because when you have that, like Valentine's Day, you could turn your house pink. Well, yeah. see, and that's or the exactly. point. With these LED ones that are permanent, like yeah. you're saying, yeah. it, you can't technically have it fall under the ordinance because it's light. It's, it's lighting. You can turn it white or just an <laughs> off-white amber Yeah, when it's non-holiday, yeah. right? And just right. it's just regular lighting. And then when it's a holiday time, you theme it to whatever the holiday yeah, is. exactly. Orange so, for Halloween permanent. and red, white, and blue for... Fourth of July, and yeah, it's it's up there. Right. So that's what I mean. By ordinance, it's permanent lighting, and it's hidden. So... I, I, I love it. I love it. I just... I'm waiting for the Karen to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to be honest. I was a Karen uh, this week. I was... Well, I was a Karen before, several years ago. Well... On my neighbor. I called. I called in <laughs> because... Nice. That wasn't my neighbor. It, 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 there's a street where a business decided to get their apron re-concrete it. Well, it's off a major street in Joliet, and there's cones and a, you know, the workhorse, but with no flashing light, in the a third of the right-hand lane. They put it out in the major street. I'm shocked a car has not sn- clipped this stuff yet because you have everybody on the street. It's not like a major street, all right, but it's a sub-major. Well, your street's pretty... Because it's a cut through. <laughs> it's not. It's not in the neighborhood. It's it, it's it's on Glenwood. I'll say it. it, it oh, it's okay. It's on, so Glenwood's a pretty Glenwood's busy, a busy street. Yeah, yeah. And they're just sitting there, and they've got this in the middle of the a third of the right hand lane. I'm like, how can you be blocking the right hand lane just because you redid your apron? I that doesn't make any sense to me. So. I, I'm worried someone's going to get hurt. Well, how long have they had it blocked? About five, six days now. Oh, I would say a day or two. Okay, I get it. Yeah. But so, mm. uh, I don't know. All right, let's talk real estate. Ooh, I love this first topic. Is Wall Street buying up all the homes in America? Share, please. Oh, I guess I can do that. Yeah, I can't see what you're seeing, Eddie. <laughs> you know, you guys are so demanding. I know, and I don't want to get in your head to see it, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> no. I don't want to be in there. It sounds scary Fun to me. Fun place to visit. You never want to stay. No, it's like a, yeah, it's like a. Um, We might do that, actually, too. I'm going to close this up. All right. Um, Is Wall Street buying up all the homes in America? If you're thinking about buying a home, you may find yourself interested in the latest real estate headlines so you can have a pulse on things that are coming to impact your decision. And probably heard mentioned investors and wondering how they're impacting the market right now. You have to ask yourself these questions. How many homes do investors own? Are Institutional investors like Wall Street firms, hedge funds, really buying up so many houses that the average person can't find one. It's a lot. Yeah. You think it is? Yeah. 
I think right. it's significant. All right, let's see. And it's I, not just Wall Street. It's also foreign investor uh, investment. Yeah, companies. foreign investment has, yep. is huge. All right. I don't think it's a lot, but let's see, because I haven't looked at the data. Let's see what the data says. All right. Let's start with establishing how many single-family homes are, what proportion are rentals owned by investors. According to SFR Investor, which studies single-family rental market in the United States, there are 82 million single-family homes in this country. But how many are actually renter, rentals? According to the data in a recent post, 68 million, 82.93% of those homeowners are occupied by the homeowner, meaning the person who owns it lives in it. Mm-hmm. So 82.9%. Mm-hmm. That would mean you have about 16, 17% as a rental property. Meaning the person, um, if you subtract the 68 million from the total number of single family homes, 82 million, that leaves just about 14 million homes left that are single family rentals. I don't, I don't, I think the percentage gives a better view than that 70, 17% are rental properties. Is was better a better view in my opinion, or seventeen point one? It's a little bit easier to take in because I don't th- to take in fourteen million doesn't give you a grasp out of. I mean, doesn't guess, sound like very many, but then when you well, look million, at a percentage, fourteen million is huge. But when you look at the percentage, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah. thinking, oh, eighty some million houses and only fourteen million. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't sound very big. Yeah. So, you know what I'd be interested in is the data that shows what the number was prior to the pandemic. That would be interesting. That yeah. I'd to really like to see. see what the increase is. Because I think there's yeah. been a 3% increase. I'll bet you it was around 13 to 14%. And now it's up to 17. I think there, I'm not going to lie. I think you're right. There is completely Oh, been, I think that's been more than 3%. You think it's been more? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that's just the single family homes. That's just single family. You know? That's true. You still have rental right. property and duplexes and condos. Because you have corporate right. investment that's going in on these new subdivisions and buying the, the complete subdivision and then renting them out. True. But that's only happened once or twice. That no, that's happening more than you realize. Oh. I have my I have my sources You've got some that. sources? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Nancy's so, plugged in. She is plugged in. She is. <laughs> All right. So let's look at uh, do institutional investors own... All of those remaining 14 million. Not even close. Let's take it a step further. We're going to break it down to four categories. The mom and pop investor who owns one to nine units. Regional owners, 10 to 99. Small national investors. All right. That's got a 100 to 999 units. Institutional investors had over a thousand units. I think that's a good way to break them down. Yeah, I like that because they you can't include mom and pops in that number. Well, but how, where would you put Protown at? Protown is the largest in landlord in all of Joliet, but they're only I would local. say regional. They're, you would call it, they've got more than ninety nine units, nine hundred ninety nine units. They're over a thousand. I know they're over a thousand units. But they're so they're, they're local. They're all local. So they're that's, all local. So. That's, but according to this, they would be an institutional investor. Just to point that out. 
I think they label those based on how many units yeah, are owned. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's based, not yeah, and like, that's kind of a misnomer, not the lo- too. It's not the location. It's the number of units. Regional owned. could just mean anything. You could just be right here in Joliet and own 1,000 units, and you're now a non-regional. You're now, what do they call that? They, institution. Yeah, they got an institution. They, and yeah. that would be ProTown. ProTown, according to this, would be institu- an institutional investor. Where I would consider them a local investor, they just have a lot. Yeah. Of property. Their footprint is a lot smaller, very concentrated, and very dense. Right. Yep. And it's a local, I mean, that's their thing. Yep. All right. So who owns this? All right. Let me make this Nancy size. Thank you. <laughs> For I'll my benefit, it. too, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Institutional investors, over a thousand units, make up 3% of the single family out of the 17%. Small national national investors, 100 units to 999 units. Remember, the institutional is 1,000 or more. They make up 3%. Regional investors, 10 to 99, make up 14%. Mom and pop investors, 1 to 9 units, are 80% of the market. I'm surprised. That's I mine. mean, I figured That's I mind would- blowing. Yeah, to I, me. I, I, I knew that's what it was going to be. I'm but, surprised by that. I wouldn't think 80%. I would say 50%, but not 80 Wow, okay. The data is from SFR Investor, so I need to send this over to, um, which one call it? Who? Uh, I know Nora, them. Nora. Oh, yeah. Interesting. My... I'm shocked by That's that. about as bad as my son going, guess what? And I go, I don't know what. Well, you know <laughs> what do you, I say. Do you, oh, do you, hey, do you know what? And I go, I never met him. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. So I, I'm not surprised. I, this is, you know, so you basically don't believe everything you're hearing. 80% of the market is a mom and pop investor. 17.1% are investors. But- the way they made that so define if if the definition is only a thousand or more correct then there could be international investment let's say they have 800 units and it's you know i mean they just it's all about how you group the <coughs> but numbers. But that would, that would be still only 3% of the market because they would fall under the small national investor. You're looking at who the investor is, not how they're investing. This is looking at well, how the investor... Well, the reason why I say that... Uh, because who's up. investing shouldn't because matter. Because I was reading several articles, uh, Inman, um, a couple articles that way, where they were talking about foreign investment and how much it has gone up, increased... Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said that's what I said earlier. That's why you probably right. said it. But it right? had nowhere to go but up because it was dramatically crushed. It went down between 01 and 0, uh, 20 and 22. Everything. Well, they've been down but, since 2022. So, But yeah. during the pandemic years, it increased. And that's why I wanted to see the numbers prior to the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. To see what the increase has been. Well, I mean, you got. Let's be honest. You have to look at everything off of against twenty nineteen. You can't look and compare anything from twenty through twenty twenty two. Well, yeah, those years are anomalies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you can't include that in the data. Yeah, 
Because when you average it over, the, you know, a large number of years, you'll see that's just a little blip in the graph. Yeah. You know? Well, and again, they could be considered a mom and pop if they are investing, if it's a foreign investor and they're investing six, eight properties, five yes. properties. Yes, they would be. So that that's... And I would say most of your money coming from overseas that are uh, foreign investors, that's what they're buying. They're not buying hundreds or thousands of units. They're probably no, they're buying... They're international mom and pops. Yeah, they're, yeah. Buying, right. they're buying one or two, maybe three properties. Yeah. All right. And that's what where they're going, so... Because in the Inman... I'll have to see if I can find the article. In the Inman um, article, they were talking about how... It has increased, and because of inventory shortages to begin with, it's putting extra pressure on on the shortage of on inventory. The shortage. Yeah, yeah. Well, and because I know we read the same yeah stuff. Well, and looking at the inventory supply, we're still way low. You're oh, looking yeah. here. Here's your numbers pre-pandemic. So our inventory in November, okay. You're looking at 1.2 million roughly in 2017. It was 1.27 million. Ah. Oh, man. That was not Nancy's size. That Hold on. That was definitely not Nancy's size. The graph has a mind of its own at the moment. Oh, we jumped into the actual article. That's okay. Makes it easy to read. I don't have the break anymore. Um, all right. So it was 1.22 in 2017, 1.27 in 2018. And 2018 was a slow year. I had a really slow year in 2018. There's just things were not moving fast. 2019, we started picking up some momentum, and that was 1.14 million units in November. Active listing count. We're still sitting at 754,000. 300 to 400,000 under what we need for actual listings. What is that? For, Doing the math in my head. About 65% of what it was in 2018? I'll take your word for that. Yeah. Maybe. Hang on. Yeah. Where's my calculator? So Whatever that percentage is, it's it's low. It's low. What are we comparing? 2019? 2018, 18. the highest. Okay, 2018? 1.27 million. Why am I not getting... There we go. I could get 59%. 59. I said 60, 65%. Yeah. 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 Nice so, shot. Nice shot, Joe. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, so it's 60, it's about 60, 59% of what the highest was in the three prior uh, normal years. So call it 40% lower inventory than what it was in 2018. Yeah. You know. Which wasn't like a buku abundance either. I mean, it was an okay market. As far as inventory goes. What uh, town do we want to look at? What haven't we looked at for a while? Oh, let's look at... I was looking at numbers for Oswego. Pull up Oswego. Oswego. Hold on. I went to the wrong... They had some interesting numbers going on. I just looked at Oswego numbers. Yeah, probably because of the same reason. But um, 
looking at our listing in Boulder Hill that went under contract? Yeah. Yep. Um, Median sales price for Oswego, Illinois, four hundred twenty-five thousand on a single family, up nine percent. Average sales price four twenty-one six ninety. That is down three point nine. The total closed in October was 39 units. Average market time is 23 days. And inventory of homes is 40 units, down 34.4. So basically down that 40%. Mm -hmm. So that's holding pretty close to what the nation is holding at. So um, average uh, median sales price on the duplex condos, uh, attached property, 255 230 um is the average sales price that's down 12.2 percent but a, pre- a percent of originalist perceived is a hundred point nine so that's interesting i that was that's on seven where, close that's where i was i thought it was very interesting although the new li- the new listings closed listings there was only seven closed listings and I think that's what threw the numbers off. I wonder if there was a dupe, bunch of old uh, higher end duplexes because you only have seven, so it's not an accurate right thing. But that the median and average both went down. I thought was interesting, but it's seven. So what I'm thinking is, hey, guess what? Last we year had a couple of big dogs closed last year. Yeah. Yeah. So. so so that's for the attached single family. But if you're looking at the detached single family, which is most of what my clients are, mm-hmm. right? Um, it seems like the median sales price had increased by 9%. Nine, yep. Yeah. So what does that tell our listeners? If you're looking to buy a single family home in Oswego, the price has just increased 9% since last year. And I talk to my clients about that all the time. There's a cost of waiting. Yes. And in this case, in this very market that we're in right now, not only are you battling the 9% increase in the price, but you've also battled, had to battle the increase in the interest rate from when you were first pre-approved yes. last year compared to this year. And that we're still in multiple offer situations mm-hmm. and um, buyers are very um, scared to pull the trigger and how far over... Do they go, what is an appropriate amount um, to get the house, um, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of hesitation. There's a lot of consternation because it's still out there. Oh, prices are going to fall. Things are going to fall. It's like, no, it's not. not. We're, We're coming up to a break. Let's hit the break. And let's talk about those prices. Consider joining the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner as a realtor. We offer a supportive and collaborative environment for our members and are currently expanding our team. Our focus is on training and education to ensure that our members are equipped with the knowledge and skills necessary to serve their clients successfully. At the Rudiger Group, we are committed to helping our members develop both professionally and personally. Our ultimate goal is to support our members in achieving their goals and making a positive impact in the real estate industry industry and in the lives of their clients. Our founder, Eddie, believes in teaching members how to serve their clients, family, and community rather than just generating a commission for the brokerage. He emphasizes the importance of being capable of going out on your own and receiving an amazing return on your value. To learn more about becoming a part of our team, please contact Eddie at the Rudiger Group at Baird and Warner. Call Eddie at 815-823-5478. Again, 815-823-5478. 
It's Eddie Rudiger from the Rudiger Group at Baird and Warner and Get Real with Eddie. I want to bring you to your attention the Herbert Trackman Planetarium at Julia Junior College. My son loves this. They offer free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. It's perfect for stargazers. The show provides excellent astronomical instruction and entertainment for no charge. That's right, it is free on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. The planetarium features a 30-foot diameter dome, a new Omnistar Digital Planetarium Projector. During the shows, you can enjoy sky tours using the projector and PowerPoint presentations covering a wide range of astronomical topics. For more information, please visit jjc.edu slash planetarium. And for you educators out there, they are open for field trip bookings. So go to jjc.edu slash planetarium. Eddie Rudiger, a licensed and experienced realtor with 22 years of success in the industry, is the team lead of the Rudiger Group, associated with Baird & Warner. Eddie has assisted innumerable residents of the area in making informed decisions regarding real estate matters. What sets Eddie and his team apart is their personalized approach that prioritizes your needs. They empower you with the right tools, information, and guidance to make the best decisions for you and your family. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in a property, Property, Eddie provides you with the insights and resources to make a sound decision. At the Rudiger Group, you are always in charge and your needs are paramount. Eddie's team believes in educating their clients and helping them navigate the complex real estate landscape with ease. So if you're in need of a reliable, experienced and trustworthy real estate partner, look no further than Eddie Rudiger and the Rudiger Group at Barrett & Warner. Find out more by calling Eddie at 815-823-5478. That's 815- 823-LIST or visit yourdwellings.com. On Target Home Inspection loves to advocate for our clients and the community. As part of our quarterly community outreach program, we're giving back to Morningstar Mission Ministries. A small change can make a big difference in someone's life. Help us in efforts from now until December 23rd. We're raising funds and donating time and materials for Morningstar Mission and Joliet this holiday season. We are now asking for monetary donations to help this amazing shelter. We're also currently accepting toiletries, medical supplies such as aspirin, bandages, hydrogen peroxide, canned and boxed food. Coats, blankets, clothes, infants to adults, and shoes, infants to adults. All clothing items must be new or slightly used. On behalf of the team at On Target Home Inspection, thanks in advance for your contribution to this cause that means so much to us and helps our friends at Morningstar Mission. To learn more about On Target Home Inspection, visit us online at ontargethomeinspection.com. That's ontargethomeinspection.com. Or call 708-274-7279. Performing home inspections in the greater Chicagoland area since 2010. Doing everything for you, except the moving. And be glad. It's Get Real with Eddie. All right. We're back. All right. Experts. Experts. Project home prices will rise over the next five years. Anybody agree or disagree? I concur. Strongly concur. Yes, indeed. Five years from now, how much total? Oh, I don't know. You ain't got a number you want to throw uh, 5% out? 5% a year. 5% a year. So 25%. Really? That's it, str- I think that's strong. I'm not saying it's not possible. And, and here's why I say that. Because especially in this next coming year, there, uh, there's already some um, major economists out there that are talking about um, rates coming down next year. I don't see the FUD cutting rates. Uh, I, I'm, 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 oh, I... I, I 
I think a little. Not as much as I'd hope. There, there's a lot of talks from a lot of high level, high profile. The economists. rates, well, the rates should come down because we've talked about the ten year Treasury level being three. There's a three point difference between the ten year and where the thirty year is, mm-hmm. which is abnormal. Usually, it's about a one point seven, one point eight difference. So you've got almost a built in point to a point point two in the rate right now. That it'll naturally should automatically come down. It's going to find its equilibrium point. But walk yes. walk through this journey here with me, real right. quick, just to, to right. clarify yeah. why I'm thinking it's going to be an increase in, in home prices. Economists are saying that rates are going to come down. Whether it's six months, twelve months, eighteen months, they're going to come down. <coughs> they're not going to stay up this high. At least I don't think. You know, I don't try to be the crystal ball of, of the market, but my gut feeling is it's going to come down. When those rates come down, home sellers are going to sell their their properties, okay? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a flood of buyers coming into the market more than people are going to be selling. And that's going to drive the prices up. I think that's what's going to happen. Does that Continue make sense? Continue to inventory, inventory shortage. Yeah, because there's yeah. already... A, right. Well, and those sellers still have to buy... And go somewhere else. Most yes. of them, I mean, a few of them, some will become renters. That it always does happen in a market. Some decide to sell, and yeah, I'm not going to buy again. It does happen, but that percentage is so low. And the other aspect is is the amount of equity that these sellers will have to move on to their next property. They'll be a, mo- yeah. a lot of could be cash buyers because yeah. they'll be downsizing. Well, and what did I see? Over thirty percent of homeowners own straight out. Oh, I think it's more than that. Oh, it was. Um, no, I know what numbers. I was just looking at those numbers. Um, I, I know what you're talking about. It's um, oh less than. It's like sixty percent. Oh less than two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But it's the thirty. Thirty eight percent that own outright. Yeah. Okay. So they're. They're ready to sell. They have cash. Right. Yeah. You know, they I did an cash. interesting, I, I, I sent this question out to a group of real estate agents, just a private text, uh, probably about 20 of them. I said, what are you seeing in the market right now? First time home buyers or move up buyers? The majority of them said first time home buyers. Yeah. Yep. Majority. Yep. I would agree. And you know what? That number is not going to shrink over the next five years. Nope. Nope. There's going to be more home buyers, first time home buyers that are going to accumulate over the next five years. So you got this huge amount of demand with very little supply, right? Yeah. If the rates come down, there's going to th- – those people that are kind of sitting on the fence saying, oh, you know, I kind of want to buy, they're going to be even more super motivated to buy yeah. because the rates have come down. What's that going to do on the seller side? List your house for a higher amount. The, and it's going to create more, more competition. Average so person – prices go up. The average person normally in a normal market was buying their first home at 33 years old. Uh-huh. All right? The largest po- part of the millennial population, all right, is now 35. They've put that purchase off. The majority of them have put it off two years. Yeah. You have such a pent-up demand yes. of ownership. You oh, add yeah. in the fact that rents are at an all-time high, mm-hmm. and I don't care what the interest rate is, the interest rate on renting is 100%. Right. Where do you think home prices are going to be in five years? I, I don't know that they're going to be... 25 percent but i would say i would say 20 percent five years so on average four percent a year 
an average for, for you're looking at four percent a year. Yeah. So no, on average, because be th- like next this coming year, I think it's going to be that'd be three percent. Three oh, no, over five. No, yeah. No. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, you're four percent a year. Yeah. I was thinking fifteen. I don't know why. So I don't think it'll go up quite. I don't see their interest rates coming down enough quickly enough to flood the market. Like you're talking about the buyers, woof, you know, just whooshing in. So I think 2024 interest rates will come down minuscule and that'll rate. Um, I thought I was purchasing. being bold and I'm being the most conservative. I'm at 15%. No, I'm at 20. I think, I, and then 2025, game on, because people aren't going to be able to wait forever. So here's what they've Smart. got from the. Home Price Economic Survey. So this is the top 100 economists taking their projections, throwing it all into uh, in there and averaging them out. Home prices go up in 2023, 3.32, 2024, 2.17, 2025, 3.24, 2026, 3.79, 2027, 4.18. So you guys, I'm about right with this because I say 15%. They're at three, five, six, eleven, plus another four. So they're about 15 to 16%. That's where I'm at. You guys think those, uh, I mean, do you think I any think of those years are low? You think those years are, are low? I think 2024 is low. I think it's low. I think it's a little conservative, yes. How, how is it going to only increase 2.17%? You're gonna get, you're gonna have a pretty flat market in some because, areas well, because of the interest rates. And this is this is probably nationwide too. This is nationwide. Yeah, this is know. nationwide. I don't think that I I mean this is nationwide. You, you, you I think look, local. You look, you look at us. We go to nine percent last year. It's nine percent up October to October. Yeah, I, absolutely. Right. See, yeah. <laughs> so that it's that's an interesting point. I mean, it's going to be a really. The fact is, buy the house now refinance the house when the rates come Absolutely. down. Absolutely. Yeah. Because even this data that you just put in front of me, there's no decrease in value. Every year it's increasing. Well, and here's the thing. I remember before I got into real estate, I went out to visit some friends um, out of state and we went over to another friend's house and they had the thermometer saving for our house and they were saving to get 20% down. <laughs> and I don't, so 300,000, Average house, let's say, is three hundred thousand. Uh-huh. It's a little higher in Plainfield, a little lower in Joliet. So we're just going to say for our area, three three hundred thousand dollars. You can get a good house. You might not be in Plainfield, but you can get a house for three hundred thousand. If you need twenty percent down, that's sixty thousand yeah. dollars. You're trying yeah. to save, right? Okay. If this house is in Oswego at three hundred thousand, and it went up nine percent, all right. That's eighteen thousand. Yeah. You, no, it's twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty seven thousand. Right. Twenty seven thousand, yeah. and then and now you got to take twenty percent of the extra. So now you have to save an extra five thousand four hundred dollars. Are you out? Can is the market outpacing your savings? Is the question? Well, this is why you don't need twenty percent down. This is why you look at FHA. Right. This is why you look at a VA loan, especially if you if you earned. I didn't say qualify. If you have earned the VA loan, take advantage of it. Absolutely. You've earned it. It's one of the best programs that are out there. You have a couple other programs too, don't We've you? We've got, you know, I'm such a big proponent of 
using the bank's money now instead mm-hmm. of waiting to save your 20%. Because the fact is, how long is it going to take a fa- an average family to save, to Eddie's point, 60000 Yeah. Y- you know, over the 60000 the market appreciation rate is increasing faster than you can save. Yes. Right? So yeah. I'm all about low money down. Yes, you're going to pay private mortgage insurance unless you're VA. That's why it's, it's, that's a good program. Mm-hmm. But uh, get into the house because even if you're putting minimal amount of money down, 0% down, for example, we've got some <laughs> programs that we can do that. Uh, we use IDA, uh, Illinois Housing Developmental Authority has got down payment assistance, uh, 3.5% down FHA, 3% down conventional. There's a lot of low money down loan programs, mm-hmm. but you're in the game, right? Minimal money into the investment, in, into the into the property. Now you're in the game for appreciation. You live in it for five years. What I did with my first home is I bought it, stayed in it for two years, and I got a ton of equity in there now. That I just extracted that and put it into my next property, my move-up home, right? Right. You do that once or twice. The biggest mistake that I'm seeing with, with, with first-time home buyers, I'm working with one right now, um, they want their first home to be their forever home. Yeah. So they're swinging the bat for a home run. With and they don't have they don't have the equity the the initial downstroke to be able to afford that. My first home right yeah. now is my rental property. I turned it into a rental. Yeah. My wife's first home was a, a, a condo. We sold hers, used her money for the down payment on our on house. Yeah. And we kept mine as a rental property, right. and it has been amazing. Yeah. yeah. It has been amazing. So. We have that. That is when we're running short. I have that to tap for some extra cash here and there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we don't touch that money. Yeah. Well, that and, money is to take care of that property, that house. And the beauty about that is for the next you know, 20 years, 30 years, however long you have left on that property, uh, the mortgage, you're not paying it. Nope. Your renter's paying it. Yep. Yeah. Right. But that's how you get in the game. Again, a hundred percent. Your renter's paying a hundred percent of that interest rate. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, we got to hit another break. Uh, are the top three housing market questions on your mind? I wonder what they are. Keep it here. Consider joining the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner as a realtor. We offer a supportive and collaborative environment for our members and are currently expanding our team. Our focus is on training and education to ensure that our members are equipped with the knowledge and skills necessary to serve their clients successfully. At the Rudiger Group, we are committed to helping our members develop both professionally and personally. Our ultimate goal is to support our members in achieving their goals and making a positive impact in the real estate industry and in the lives of their clients. Our founder, Eddie, believes in teaching members how to serve their clients, family, and community rather than just generating a commission for the brokerage. He emphasizes the importance of being capable of going out on your own and receiving an amazing return on your value. To learn more about becoming a part of our team, please contact Eddie at the Rudiger Group at Baird & Warner. Call Eddie at 815-823-5478. Again, 815-823-5478. It's Eddie Rudiger from the Rudiger Group at Baird and Warner and Get Real with Eddie. I want to bring you to your attention the Herbert Trackman Planetarium at Julia Junior College. My son loves this. They offer free shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. It's perfect for stargazers. The show provides excellent astronomical instruction and entertainment for no charge. That's right, it is free on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 6 p.m. The planetarium features a 30 foot diameter dome, a new 
Omnistar Digital Planetarium projector. During the shows, you can enjoy sky tours using the projector and PowerPoint presentations covering a wide range of astronomical topics. For more information, please visit jjc.edu slash planetarium. And for you educators out there, they are open for field trip bookings. So go to jjc.edu slash planetarium. Eddie Rudiger, a licensed and experienced realtor with 22 years of success in the industry, is the team lead of the Rudiger Group, associated with Baird & Warner. Eddie has assisted innumerable residents of the area in making informed decisions regarding real estate matters. What sets Eddie and his team apart is their personalized approach that prioritizes your needs. They empower you with the right tools, information, and guidance to make the best decisions for you and your family. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in a property, Property, Eddie provides you with the insights and resources to make a sound decision. At the Rudiger Group, you are always in charge and your needs are paramount. Eddie's team believes in educating their clients and helping them navigate the complex real estate landscape with ease. So if you're in need of a reliable, experienced and trustworthy real estate partner, look no further than Eddie Rudiger and the Rudiger Group at Barrett & Warner. Find out more by calling Eddie at 815-823-5478. That's 815- 823-LIST or visit yourdwellings.com. On Target Home Inspection loves to advocate for our clients and the community. As part of our quarterly community outreach program, we're giving back to Morningstar Mission Ministries. A small change can make a big difference in someone's life. Help us in efforts from now until December 23rd. We're raising funds and donating time and materials for Morningstar Mission and Joliet this holiday season. We are now asking for monetary donations to help this amazing shelter. We are also currently accepting toiletries, medical supplies such as aspirin, bandages, hydrogen peroxide, canned and boxed food. Coats, blankets, clothes, infants to adults, and shoes, infants to adults. All clothing items must be new or slightly used. On behalf of the team at On Target Home Inspection, thanks in advance for your contribution to this cause that means so much to us and helps our friends at Morningstar Mission. To learn more about On Target Home Inspection, visit us online at ontargethomeinspection.com. That's ontargethomeinspection.com. Or call 708-274-7279. Performing home inspections in the greater Chicagoland area since 2010. Stocks may succeed, stocks may fail. Real estate is always there. It's Get Real with Eddie. Hey, if you have uh, questions on any of those mortgages we were talking about, give Joe a call. Joe, what's the best number to reach you at? 630-881-4161. And speaking of an amazing deal, 6100 Autumn Oaks Drive is now priced at 370 and you have a great opportunity because the seller has an assumable mortgage. Have you dealt with those yet? Wow. Well, when it's assumed, there's no reason to need me. Well, for the bridge bridge loan if they they if the which McCall doesn't offer it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys do those loans or not really? We do. Okay. Yeah. So, here's what we're talking about. You have a mortgage uh, the pr- purchase price is 370 on this property. This is a three bedroom uh with a master bath, partial basement, huge, large um, loft area upstairs. They have a current mortgage of 225 at 3.25. So you assume that mortgage. You're taking over that mortgage. You have to qualify for three and a quarter. So you get an interest rate of three and a quarter. And then you get a secondary mortgage for the remaining balance. 
You want to talk about beating the market? Now, most of these uh, mortgages for the secondary do need 10% down to qualify, and you have to qualify for the uh, secondary mortgage, of course, too. But the it's just another way to look at it. Look at if the property has an assumable mortgage when you're out there trying to buy. FHA mortgages are assumable. VA mortgages are assumable. And if you can take over that mortgage payment at the lower rate, you could qualify for a more home. It's going to be more work for your realtor, for the listing agent, force them to do their job. It can be done. So definitely want to look at this property though. 370, I looked at this. There's some stuff that's sold in the 400s in this neighborhood in Fall Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think, is now getting into a steal of a deal and then the price. And the beautiful thing is, is this has the solar panels. So their electric bill is like 20 bucks a month. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So um, definitely give us a call, 815-823-5478. Check out 6100 Autumn Oaks Drive, Joliet online. You can always go to yourdwellings.com to see more information on that. All right. Um, top three questions. What's next for mortgage rates? We kind of hit that one out of the park, I think. Yep. We we, we we think they're going to go down. We just don't know when. Well, they have come down. So here's they the illustration. True. So last month, I locked in, in ra- locked in a rate for a client that's going to be closing in the next couple of days. Uh, 8.125 for a conventional loan. Ooh. Well, here's the thing. So it, it, rates are determined by your credit score, your down payment, and the, the property type. Sure. For that client's pr- particular situation, it was 8.125. Okay. Comparing the same qualification, same mortgage, if I were to relock, if I were to lock that today, it'd be in the high sixes. Nice. Okay. So people so have rates have come down. They're not low like they were in 2021, 2020, but they have come down. Okay. So that's consistent with what some of these economists are saying in the next 12, 18 months where they feel that the rates are going to continue to come down. The inflationary pressure is not as much anymore. So they don't need to, you know, keep doing some, uh, some, uh, you know, strategies to uh, bring that down. That's great. Great stuff. Looking at the prices, we've already talked about, we all think prices are going up. So we discussed prices growing up. So the last thing that I'm seeing, I see this in a lot of different Facebook pages, Reddit pages, stuff like that, that recession is coming, recession is coming. That everybody's worried about, well, there's going to be a recession and that that's going to crush housing. Um, okay, well, Wall Street Journal survey economists, October 2022, 63% there was going to be a recession. October 23, only 48% think there's going to be a recession. So more people said no, they don't feel that there's a recession coming. Correct. 52% feel now it's a majority that feel there won't be a recession. So with that being said, it doesn't matter. Four out of the last six recessions, 
prices went up in real estate. The recession helped real estate. If there is a recession, what are they going to probably do? Cut the interest rate. Which they have been for the last year. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're done. Well, well they've been we raising think. the interest rate. I'm sorry. Yes. They've been raising the rates. Yes. So now if we get into a recession to stimulate the economy, they're going to cut the rate. Yeah. yeah. What, that- we already talked about it. If they, the rates go down, what happens? We're going to see a Prices mad dash. Go up. Yeah. We're going to have buyers mad dashing again. So there, there's the three questions. It does not matter. Re- a recession actually would probably help real estate at this point. All right. That wraps it up for Get Real with Eddie. Um, don't forget, check us out online, getrealwithetty.com, 24-7. 365 days a year with all of the information you want on your largest investment, your home. So check it out and keep up to date at getrealwithetty.com. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Eddie. Eddie Rudiger is a realtor at Baird & Warner in Plainfield, license number 475-141-896. Managing broker, Steve Engel. For more information on your neighborhood, call Eddie at 815-823-5478 or visit yourdwellings.com.